It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're fixing to have us a good day. Yes. Welcome on in to Locked On Auburn. Zach Blackerby, Michael Pappas here with you. I meant to text you yesterday. Happy Mother's Day, dude. Thank you. Happy Mother's Day to all the folks, uh, all the moms who listen. We really appreciate you. And, uh, yeah, I hope you had a, a special day. So coming up on today's show, we got some football news. Got some words from Alan Green that I want to talk about. And a new segment idea that I just want to try. One of those things where we just throw mm-hmm. it against the wall, see if mm-hmm. it sticks or not. So we'll, we'll, uh, we'll touch on that in a few minutes. But first things first, let's, um, let's give a shout out to our boy, Derek Brown. The boy got paid. Paid. Seventh pick overall by the Carolina Panthers. Four-year deal, fully guaranteed, $23.621 million. Uh, obviously, it's a lot of money, but here the most important thing to me he, uh, about the contract is that it's fully guaranteed. I mean, I mean that shows you uh, really how much... The Panthers believe in Derek Brown that they're will. I mean, they really think he's going to be there for four years, and he's going to be you know a stalwart of that defensive line for a stalwart. while. Stalwart of their go. defensive line for a while, and so um, that that is the important part to me. I mean, most of these contracts for for first round guys are are pretty standardized at this point, but yep. that fully guaranteed is huge. Uh, I agree, and just keeping it in the NFL. Cam Newton said he'd be open to being a backup. Obviously wants to start, but he is open to taking a backup role. That's something I just can't see Cam. And you know, you and I have been spending a lot of time working on this 2010 documentary that uh, that'll mm-hmm. that'll come out soon. But I just can't see that dynamic of a player. And then you know what he did in his NFL MVP season. It's just like that guy being a backup, and then the the personality side of it as well. It's like I don't know if I'd bring him in to be a backup. If I'm being honest. I wouldn't. I couldn't. It's not worth it. I couldn't imagine having a guy who's that competitive and that much of a like that great of a leader, and he's, you know, such a a happy, jovial guy. Like you know, his he's got an iconic smile. Like, how many people out there can you really say like they have an iconic smile? Sure. Um, and I mean, if I was a starting quarterback and my team brought in Cam Newton to be the backup, I'd be like, well, I'm not going to be the starter for very long. Yeah. Like, it's just, he's the kind of guy that people gravitate to. Like, you can't help but like when you're around him and and you can't help but, you know, and he's an uber competitive guy who maybe he, he's open to being a backup because he believes that anywhere who brings him in as a backup, he'll be able to win the starting job. It's wild. If you would have told me two years ago that Auburn's, most likely starter going into this season is Jarrett Stidham, not Cam Newton. I would have laughed at you. I I would have been shocked. It certainly yeah. seems like that's the case, though, right? I mean, yeah. at this point, unless I, Cam does the waiting game and it's like, somebody will get hurt, I'll be here when you need me. Yeah, and, you know, we don't know what's going to happen with, with minicamp and uh, training camp and, and everything else, and it always seems like there's some big-name player that gets injured before the season even starts, and so maybe that could be a quarterback this season, and maybe it's Cam that they call on. Who knows? But, yeah. man, it is a, it's a very odd situation for sure. Hey, we have two new uh, partners on the Locked on Auburn podcast that are making their uh, partnership debut with us today. 
It's a huge day today. It is a big day. It's a good day to have a good day. You know what I'm saying? It's a good day to have a good day. First thing, uh, I want to give a nod to our friends at Frisky Whiskey. Huge variety of liquor, hundreds of bottles of wine, large selection of local and domestic craft beer, 10,000 square foot liquor store. It's one of the largest in Georgia, just a 30 minute drive from Auburn, and it's extremely, I mean, the the deals you get are top-notch because Mm -hmm. they're able to do different things uh, with taxes and stuff like that. There's virtually no tax at all. Yep. Much bigger, I mean, it's much bigger selection and and better prices. I don't really know what else you could ask for out of a liquor store. Absolutely. So, one-stop shop for liquor, beer, wine, tobacco, and uh, lottery tickets. Underrated part there, the lottery. Yeah, no doubt about it. Underrated. Underrated for sure. Located off of Exit 2 on I-85 in West Point, Georgia. Just follow the billboard. So thank you so much to Frisky Whiskey. Also, our friends at Shady Rays, they are making the best shades to live active and worry-free in the outdoors. So their shades feature shadow-resistant, high-visibility polarized lenses with durable construction that they stand with for free replacements if lost or broken. Yeah, I mean, if you get a shade... Or if you get a pair of Shady Ray sunglasses and something happens to them, they will replace it, which is awesome for me. I lose my shades all the time. I break my shades all the time. Now with Shady Rays, I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, my parents have a lake house. Um, whenever I go out there, I use at least one or two pairs of sunglasses. So um, it, it's Shady Rays could not be better about it. Yeah, so visit ShadyRays.com. Use promo code Auburn for 25% off your order. That's a big chunk. That's at mm-hmm. ShadyRays.com. Use promo code Auburn for 25% off your order. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. All right, so Auburn University put out an article, or not an article, a video, rather, with Alan Green, um, so he's like he's standing at different places throughout campus. It's a really well made video. The music's a little too loud in my opinion, but that's fine. But he gives a shout out to the graduates, you know, mm-hmm. that, that would have graduated last weekend. Gave a shout out to the folks on the front lines regarding the healthcare system and all of that. Then he talks about how his staff and coaches are the best coaches in the country, and you know they've they've been able to to help fire up the staff and pop in meetings that they didn't necessarily have to, and all of that. And then he pulls out the creed, references, you know, believe in the human touch. And, you know, there's different ways to touch human lives right now in this, you know, time of social distancing. Then he's kind of got to where we wanted to, you know, want him to get to. He said he doesn't know when we will play football, but said they'll be ready to have fans in Jordan-Hare Stadium when needed and when called upon. But every time I see Alan Green, I'm always impressed by the way he conducts himself, his Mm -hmm. composure, his... um, his posture, I mean, the swag, I mean, the, just the, the presence that he emits. And I've been like, man, this is such an out-of-the-box hire. But, I mean, to me, it seems like they really nailed it. And I think a lot of people feel that way, that they totally nailed it with Alan Green leading Auburn's athletic department. But we haven't seen him make a real hire yet as far as a big-time program. I mean, he's made one hire or two. 
Um, so swimming. He hired Gary Taylor, the swim and dive volleyball. coach. Volleyball. And then he just hired... Oh, man. I don't even... The volleyball coach who came here from Southern California. And then, like, Lauren Spencer, who I always get her mixed up. I always get golf and tennis mixed up, where okay. Lauren Spencer was. But she stepped away from coaching. She wanted to do something else. So, but, I mean, they haven't. he hasn't made a hire for a revenue-generating sport. And so, Correct. I think that's going to be interesting to see when he does. But for now... There's no controversy. Everybody loves them. Yeah, we were. That's true. I mean, and the male, the the. I'm always impressed when I see him wear that like royal blue suit that he owns, and, and every time I see like pictures of him and stuff, he just always looks like such a put together and and he looks right at home in the spotlight. Uh, I'm a big fan of Alan Green, like you said, Zach. Though, you know, we haven't had to see him really do anything major he hasn't made a whole bunch of 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 major decisions that would kind of define a tenure as athletic director if you will you're right Uh, and we were talking this morning Auburn might not hire a coach in a revenue generating sport for a decade like Alan Green could be at Auburn for a decade without having to hire a coach in football basketball or baseball well surely I mean, the odds of all three of them being here in 10 years, I mean, that's pretty small, right? But you how think long, about it and it's like... How long has Alan Green been here? Three years? Two years? Okay. Two one, or, I mean, yeah, it's something those, like that, right? right? That's your ballpark. So we're yeah. looking at seven or eight years from now. Because I find it hard to believe any of those three guys, Gus Malzahn, Bruce Pearl, or Butch Thompson, are going to get hired away. So then you're really looking at, like, I mean, a catastrophic season for one of those guys to get fired, right? Right. Like something major has to happen. Yes. And like, do you, I think as time goes on. Is Gus here 10 years from now? Like, I don't know. Is Bruce here 10 years from now? I think it's more likely. I think the most likely of the three to be here 10 years from now is Butch Thompson. I don't know enough about the inner workings of, of college baseball and like the uh, and professional baseball to like know the likelihood of that. I mean, just being honest, I don't know how often guys get hired away and everything. I mean, unless I, I don't really know if Bruce Pearl would go anywhere unless he gets offered a, a real blue blood job. Mm-hmm. But at that point, like, do you want to leave what you've built up? Like, I don't know. I don't either. I mean, these guys seem to genuinely love Auburn. Yeah. Gus isn't going anywhere. Yeah, Unless the Arkansas I situation mean, happens, you know, that we get every few years. But I, I just don't see that happening. Yeah. And, and even then, I mean, he I, at this point, he's already spurned Arkansas, what, twice? Okay, how, how many yeah. more times is Arkansas going to let him use that bargaining chip? I don't know. And how many times will Auburn bite? I don't know. I don't know. But it's been interesting to see because, like, a lot of people were really upset with Mickey Dean and the softball program last year. That mm-hmm. really underperformed. And a lot of people were really upset with women's basketball and Coach, uh, Coach Flo last year. But then this pandemic happened, and it's like, I don't think now's the right time to make it a, you know, a big decision like that and move. I mean, the whole women's basketball team, it seems like a big chunk of it, they've all entered the transfer portal. So like, what's that look like moving forward? But do you just kind of take the bullet and say, all right, now let's give her one more year. You know, she's playing behind the eight ball. Can she kind of turn it around when you're talking about Coach Flo? And then Mickey Dean, you know, get another year to get your players in there, kind of inherited a program that was at the highest point it's ever been in a weird situation. We all knew that that was not sustainable. So, you know, what's, 
what's the you know the new realistic expectation for Auburn softball moving forward? But like, should Alan Green have put his foot down and try to make a change then, or was it like okay, well? The- but also, do you want to be the guy who fires coaches in the middle of of the pandemic? Like fires right. anyone in the middle? Of, yeah, yeah. It's like no, you don't. You don't want to be the AD that does that. Yeah. I, I, it's a and like would he have done it if the pandemic hadn't happened? We don't know. We and we never will know. Yeah. But there were definitely uh, you know I saw Auburn Twitter tweeting at him a lot. I know that doesn't mean anything. He's not gonna be swayed because people tweeting at him. But as an athletics director, like you need to see like all right, are the you know the fan bases for these these sports are they happy or not? Nobody's saying that about Graba when he you know when the team has mm-hmm. an off meet. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's important. That's important. And people go to gymnastics meets. You know, people go to baseball games. People go to basketball games um, because they win. And when you see these, you know, these smaller sports, like it's been proven that at Auburn, if you win in some of these, you can get support. And so I I think that's, um, I just think that's something that's kind of interesting and something that's kind of worth looking at. Yeah. And I know people are going to be upset with, you know, uh, us saying that Malzahn's not going anywhere. Um, because I know a lot of people are unhappy with him, but I mean, he gets put in these like top 15 and top 20 coaching rankings by people all over the country. Um, he's, you know, he's won an off, he's won a national championship as an offensive coordinator, been to a national championship as a head coach. Um, he's won the SEC West three times, twice, 2013, 2017. Yeah, twice. Um, he, like, I understand the the frustration uh, about some, but like uh, until Auburn is confident that they can go get someone better than Gus, that's Malzahn, always been my thing. Even when he's at not, his lowest points, yeah. like who do you get that's better? That and you have to be sure that they're better. Like right. a lot of people love to throw out um uh, the guy who FSU just hired from Memphis, okay, and Mike Norvell, right? And it's like yeah, you don't know that he's better. He's been at Memphis, and like yeah, he's done well, but at Memphis. How many times have we seen guys go from group of five to power five and, and it just doesn't doesn't pan out? You know what's something that I know is going to be good every single time? What is? Built Bar. Absolutely. I was hoping you'd say that. Absolutely right. Yeah, the amazing combination of low calorie, high protein, low sugar, no crazy additives, but it tastes delicious. If you compare Built Bar to the most popular men's bar, it's half the calories, seven times fewer carbs, and seven times fewer sugar, grams, and more protein. How can it be that good for you and taste so good? I don't know. I don't know. It's funny. My mom like caught up on a lot of our podcasts from the past few weeks, and uh, we went over there for Mother's Day, and she sent me a text uh, before we left. She's like, hey, do you have any Built Bars? Because I've been listening like crazy, and uh, you guys have sold them. You've sold them to me. And I'm like, sure, I'll bring you some. And she had the banana nut bread flavored mm-hmm. one. She absolutely loved it. She loved it. It made her Mother's Day better. And so you can get your own. How? BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON to get $10 off your first box at BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. 
All right, man, we got a new segment idea. I'm really happy for you that your mom listens to the show. I don't know what that's like. That's so sad. <laughs> yeah, that sounded sadder than it actually is. Every time I tell my parents that, like, we're doing something, and they're like, why? And I'm like, well, for Locked on Auburn. And they're like, what's that? I'm like, we... <laughs> we're doing this again? <sighs> All right. We've talked about this. All right. I stole this segment idea from uh, some all, some Auburn pages doing it on Instagram, so I am not original here, but let's call this segment Start, Bench, Cut. All right, so I'm going to name three guys that played at Auburn at three different times, Michael Pappas, mm-hmm. and I want you to walk me through your decision-making on if you had to start one, if you had to bench one, and you had to cut one, which one would it be? Obviously, they're all three going to be good players. So am I supposed to base this obvi- on just their Auburn career? Or their whole football or basketball career. I don't. I don't know what the names are, but um, let's go with well, yeah. They're all football, so let's go with Auburn career. Okay. They're Auburn prime. Okay. Okay. All right. Noah Benogany, Jamel Dean, Carlton Davis. All three very good corners. Two of them went in the second round of the draft. One of them went in the first round of the draft. Um, I would probably start Noah. Wow. Because of the kick return abilities, I think that gives him a slight edge. Okay. And then I would go with Carlton because... um, You're benching Carlton? Yeah, I'm benching Carlton. I want him on the team, but I'm benching him, and then I'm going to cut the third guy. Jamel Dean? Jamel Dean. Um, I I think when Carlton was here, it was much more noticeable the impact that he had on the game. And then um, I, the last option is cut. I mean, obviously, I'd like to have Jamel Dean on. The, yeah. I, I think that NFL I was. Corner. Yeah. yeah. I think that I was surprised that Jamel Dean was drafted in the second round um, with Carlton and Noah. Like, you, you could tell the impact they were having on, on the game every week. I, I think a little more so than Jamel. And uh, I was less. I get. I mean, I was not surprised when either of those guys went where they went. And then I just think that that Noah's abilities in the return game, uh, I'll give him a slight edge over Carlton there. And so I'll I'll start Noah for that reason. All right. Yeah. And let us know. Let us know if uh, you agree with Michael. If you agree with me, I'll give mine in just a moment. You can tweet us on Twitter at Locked On Auburn and on Instagram at Auburn Podcast. I'm going to start Carlton Davis, bench Noah Benogany, and I'm going to cut Jamel Dean. Um, just because I, I think Jamel's the worst of the three. He's still obviously very, very good. <laughs> that just shows how talented Auburn's been at developing corners over the past few years. But Noah's defensive front was a lot better than Carlton's mm-hmm. was. And um, I think Noah statistically was better as far as what he gave up. But, uh, I mean, the, the pass rush was just so much better. I mean, Carlton was also like his whole defense that, that year. Even I as mean, a freshman. I mean, he, yeah. he, he's, he was like dominant his whole time. So, I mean, you talk about his whole Auburn career – I'm definitely taking Carlton. If you're taking them at their prime, I'm still probably taking Carlton Davis. All right. You ready for another one? Uh, I think so. I don't think so, though, at the same time. All right. That was difficult. These are running backs? Okay, I'm not ready. Trey Bo Mason. Jackson. No, no Bo Jackson. Trey Mason, Carrion Johnson, Ben Tate. You got to start one, bench one, and cut one. Trey Mason, Carrion Johnson, Ben Tate. All right. I'm gonna cut Ben Tate. That's messed up. He's he's a friend of the program. Here's why. We talk about this every once in a while. Okay. I did not actually watch Ben Tate play in an Auburn uniform. Okay. So 
The but, other, you're, but you're a numbers guy, and I you've know. seen how good Ben Tate's numbers are. It's just, I'm sorry. And I know oh, that man. he was like he was like the whole offense that year also in 2009. Like, I get that. I just, I, I did not get to sit down on Saturdays and watch him play like I did the other two guys. Okay. And the other two guys were like, I, I mean, they played at Auburn during... I don't know. I mean, key points in my life. I mean, one of them was while I was in school. One of them was the year before I came to Auburn. And so it was just, uh, it's tough. I mean, so right, I'm going to so, go. Right, you're cutting Ben Tate. I'm okay. cutting Ben Tate. Uh, I'm going to start on Johnson because um, with on, I know that I can occasionally, first of all, I know I can run him as a Wildcat quarterback. Second of all, he can throw me a touchdown pass, baby. <laughs> on's my starter. Um, but I also do think there's a case to be made. Nothing against Carrion Johnson, but he hasn't shown he can get through a full season healthy yet. Sure, that's true. And, you know, Trey Mason was was you know a, a tank, so yeah, not tank Bigsby, but a tank. Uh, I think my answer is the same. I'm gonna I'm gonna start Carrion, bench Trey Mason. I'm gonna cut Ben Tate. Okay, well that was boring. Sorry. <laughs> if you disagree with us, let us know. If you agree, let us know. Trey Mason, I mean, him getting a thousand yards to your Auburn stunk was yeah. pretty incredible. It's like, could Carry On have done that? I don't think so. It's like that's pretty crazy. I'll switch it. I'll start Trey Mason, and I'll bench I mean, Carry On. I think that and I'll the, cut Ben Tate. I think the injury thing is is pretty big. Also, yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, we, we've talked about you know we talked about the 2013. SEC championship with Missouri, you know, a few weeks ago on a Throwback Thursday episode, and it's like that's when Trey was his best, and you know, Carryon wasn't available in his yeah. his premier season. So, um, all right, then uh, last one, some wide receivers. I think this is the toughest one: Sammy Coates, Darius Slayton, Seth Williams. Uh, I mean, I I'm cutting Darius Slayton. What? One, without a doubt. No way. Yeah. No. Yeah. I've never seen someone drop more passes that hit him right in the hands than Darius Slayton. Now, Sammy Coates doesn't have the greatest hands in the world either. I was about to say, don't get me wrong. But Darius Slayton would be wide. I I, I don't know if I'll ever forget against Tennessee, either Tennessee or LSU. I don't know. I'm standing. It was Tennessee. I'm standing in the student section, and he's wide open like you know right in front of the student section Jarrett Stidham puts a beautiful ball on him it and it hits Darius in the hands and I swear to you Zach his hands were up on his helmet before the ball hit the ground it was like he knew that he was going to drop it before it got to him and and the thing about Sammy was that he would go and make these unreal catches with like one hand between two defenders at the goal line to score touchdowns and then like drop, you know, like a five yard in on the next play. And that never made sense to me either. But at least he would make the incredible catches. Darius Slayton, a, a good receiver. I just he he just makes me so angry. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to cut him uh, and then I'm actually going to start. Uh, Seth Williams, okay, because I think he's the receiver I can count on the most. I'm starting Seth. I am benching Darius Slayton. I'm cutting Sammy Coates. Yeah, I mean you're wrong. I'm right, but it's fine. The way I, the way you feel about Darius is the way I feel about Sammy, and it's just like why didn't you catch these things? But yeah, there's three guys draped on you. You'll yeah. catch it. 
Yeah, that that was always frustrating. But a lot of the time, Sammy caught it. I was like, why was he the targeted guy? Yeah. Because like like you were not open. <laughs> <laughs> Objectively speaking, you should not have caught that one. But but the you know the tunnel screen that that one you probably should catch. <laughs> All right, man. Where can people uh, where can people find you near you? Yeah. Oh, if, if you like this segment, start bench cut. Let us know. We can uh, we can do some more of these. All right, promo yourself, bro. Promote yourself. Uh, follow right me now. on Twitter at Couch Potato. Also for the month of May, I'm going to be on uh, Auburn Opelika this morning. <laughs> yep, you're helping me um, out on my News uh, Talk W A N I. Yes, ninety eight seven FM, fourteen hundred AM. I love it. One of the Auburn Network family of stations. All right, that's promoted. You nailed that. You absolutely nailed I don't, that. I don't have anything else in the room to oh, read. Okay, so. <laughs> sweet. All right. You can follow me on Twitter at Z Black. We follow, uh, follow the show on Twitter at Locked on Auburn. Follow on Instagram at Auburn Podcast. We'll see you tomorrow. This is Locked on Auburn. It's the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.